You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of Ratchet Ramblings, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media, your favorite black reality TV shit-talking podcast that is probably offensive, but it's all in good fun. I am one-third of Destiny's Dragons. I am the Michelle, the Big Knees, I don't know about the big vocals, but good luck, everybody. Of the trio, I'm Jeremy, I go by Black Dante on Twitter, and that's all y'all niggas need to know, and so Kayla, come on and bring the beat in. Hello, everybody. You know who it is. Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Uh, I don't have a lot of AKAs because we got a lot of shows and shit to cover. Uh, but just know you're going to get exactly what you signed up for this week. Correct. Tr- trash. Because uh, <laughs> I'm about to be on some trash. And as usual, uh, we have Beyonce. What's up, y'all? Curtis the Menace, aka whatever. I don't, I don't care. Let's get into some shit. So, um, aka whatever. I don't. Aka, I know I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say this shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> aka, hey, never mind. But here go my thoughts anyway. No, fuck you, kid. <laughs> that shit need to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> you go to hell. That's what you do. That's, that's network merch right there, friend. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is Jeremy Charmin and he don't even know what the fuck going on. <laughs> but he know how we he know how we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, know that I'm friends, right. okay? <laughs> Talk about Tierra Marie. You done made me <laughs> <laughs> fucking try it. In. Golly, can't say nothing. Your ass is like a sponge. Every time I say anything, damn, you worse than. Let me tell you something. I stand. I stand a motherfucking comedic genius. (laughs) And so, with that being said, I like to keep track of your some of your best moments, and that was a best moment because I I started laughing before the shit even got out your mouth good. I was like, oh, nah. What you finna... Oh. Mm. Yeah. I am worse than London. I'm like a motherfucking cockatoo out this... (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. cockatoo. (laughs) Oh my God, man! He dressed. Damn, I keep on saying that these co-hosts ain't fucking loyal. <laughs> it be your own niggas. Damn, <laughs> the disloyalty <laughs> jumped out. <laughs> Threw my ass up under the bus. Fuck. Hey, I'm finna start saying that to like, listen, hey. <laughs> I know I sh- I know I have no reason to say this, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it anyways. <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Saying that followed by some immaculate shade. How? Like I've asked Curtis before why he's not doing stand up. He like I can't write jokes. When? <laughs> 
All you gotta do is put your thoughts on paper, <laughs> and motherfuckers do gonna laugh. And the best jokes is when you serious in a motherfucking heart attack. <laughs> all you gotta do is breathe, yeah. And he funny than the motherfucker. I'm Correct. just, I'm like, wow. How did we get a, the opportunity to become friends with somebody so fucking hilarious? Because listen, the, the universe be moving. I swear, in our favor. Right, no us. <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> you need a laugh. Ask Curtis Swiston got on his motherfucking nerves and watched you fall out. And he hear his ass go. <clears throat> hear me, friends. <laughs> Y'all need to hear what the fuck I need to say. <laughs> yeah, attention. God damn it. Why are we talking about me? <laughs> My bad. My bad. We just sometimes you just gotta take a moment out and big your friends up. Right, Listen. you gotta let them know that everything they are you fuck with wholeheartedly. Listen like I wouldn't that. change a goddamn thing about you, and that saying proved why I would not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you're hearing this and you confused, Candace and <laughs> Candace and I recorded the wind down last night. We recorded on the Sunday, so this was that was Saturday night. We were recording. Uh, we pregame for probably about an hour and a half, and I was high as fuck, and I was on some <laughs> real trash. Like I had to stand up, in, like I was on some trash for like an hour straight. Um, and as usual, I said something, she retained it, but it's funny. And if you are a Patreon <laughs> subscriber, you will be hearing that very soon. Actually, no, you won't. That was in the pregame. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's for my benefit, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, hours. Oh my god. That that pregame will get me beat the fuck up. So. <laughs> that pregame will have motherfuckers come in, <laughs> come in to find us some motherfucking where. <laughs> bitch, where you where you live at? I'm finna beat the fuck out of you. No, you ain't, bitch. I'm calling the police. <laughs> you going to jail. You going to jail, bitch. I'ma sue you. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna sue you for your Dodge Neon. Thank you. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and break it up for parts. <laughs> Come on, Who need, a car Who need a carburetor? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, salvaging. Well, speaking of carburetors, that launches us right into the first area of drinking. <laughs> So tell us about Tierra Marie and, and her driving with only three wheels and shit. TMZ posted that she, uh, this was yesterday, that she was arrested uh, for DWI. Come to find out, the bitch is drunk. Get into her, her 2014 Dodge Charger. All I love in hip hop money, you got 2014 Dodge Charger to show mm. for it. All the wood money. She owed fifty six thirty thousand. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I see why she like the rest of us. I see why she drunk. Um, <clears throat> she drives. She drives through some queen, the Queen's Tunnel, uh, with three wheels on her car. Sparks flying there, motherfucking where, grinding in the pavement. That's what witnesses told the police grinding in the pavement uh till she's finally stopped blows a breathalyzer of 0.3 which is three times the legal limit mm. um <clears throat> you need some help love yeah, and you deserve 
whatever punishment, whatever ramifications you have to endure for that, you deserve it because you are a fucking idiot. You don't get to play with other people's lives. If you want to play with yours, that's fine. That's on you. Who cares? You want to kill yourself, bitch? Go, go jump off a building. You do not have the right to put other people's lives in danger because of your addiction. Stay behind the stay from behind the wheel of the fucking car. Bitch is a 2014 charger with three tires. Bitch, you should have just caught an Uber. Catch a fucking Uber, catch a lift, catch a cab. You're in New York, bitch. It's not hard to get some public transportation. If you if you don't like Lyft or Uber because those motherfuckers don't screen properly, okay, I get it. Catch a cab. Get on the bus. Get on the bus because, <laughs> because what you what you about to spend out to get yourself out of trouble, bitch. You could have just caught a lift for ten dollars. Now it's gonna cost you ten thousand dollars or more for all this legal trouble you just got yourself into. When she's still in legal trouble that day, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't have a license. It seems like she was charged with operating a vehicle without blowing the breathalyzer. So she must have one of them things in the car where you got to blow the breathalyzer and start your car because you have a history of drinking and driving. What the fuck are you doing, stupid? Now, imagine doing all this when you just <clears throat> had a whole season and a whole performance and all that shit on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood about you and your addiction, as Candace said earlier. Uh, Tara Marie, you need your face slapped. Don't she? And you need a better wig, but you know we know you don't make good decisions, so yeah, don't make good money. Well, as hell, Fifty Cent took all that, so you know. I mean, she wasn't making good money. He, before ain't, he ain't even he ain't even get his yet because her broke ass ain't got it. Mm. So I just really want to understand doing all of that, and you don't even have the means to be in no more legal trouble. You can't afford no more financial woes, bitch. Mm-hmm. The Mona checks is not gonna cover everything. Well, she's not on Love and Hip Hop anymore. Oh, she not like period, no. like she done done. Yeah, For now. we didn't see her last season. Mm. Mm. Well, sofa girl, that's all I got. Yeah, you could Marie. Yeah, because you could have endangered somebody. Girl, all you had to do was get the, get the Uber. It's New York fucking city. What is you doing? I know them people saw you like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. You got three wheels on your car, bitch. You should have just slept in it like a like a bed. You ain't need to go nowhere. Now, I'm going to say, yeah, that's all you she can afford, to be honest. So I don't understand what the problem was, Terry Marie. You know how drunk you had to be for that noise to not annoy the fuck out of you? Can you imagine... <laughs> Imagine something sparking in the motherfucking ground as you moving. Like yeah. that alone should have stopped you. Yeah, she was so drunk here. She probably thought it was her singing. Oh. Too far? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh that's all I had to say about that as a <clears throat> as an alumni love and hip hop cast member. Uh it's only right that we dragged you on here, dumb bitch. Just like you dragged that. Just like she dragged that wheel, you stupid ass bitch. I wonder where that wheel at. Listen, that wheel didn't deserve that. It it actually got what it deserved. Shit, it's relaxing. The rest of the car. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like how you fuck up your only means of transportation, stupid. Mm. Mm. I would say you hate to see it, but it's what you deserve, Tierra. So suffer. Speaking yeah. of suffering, <clears throat> let's just go ahead and get love and hip hop Atlanta out the way. So, first of all, before I get into the episode, Mona. Mona, girl. Mona me. Mona me, you need your face slapped because you don't play <laughs> you don't play to me and my friends and then all the viewers face with this girl. What did you do it? What did you do? After watching this episode, I I might have to retract my statement that maybe it, Love Hip Hop Atlanta needs to go too. I don't know. But girl, you played in my all face this fucking episode because this honestly was a fucking waste. But anyway. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta season eight episode fourteen red flag. So I'm a we gonna breeze through this very very briefly because it, honestly the episode was boo boo like poo. So <clears throat> they're back from Trinidad. These niggas are having family time. Stevie makes his usual cameo <clears throat> appearance for I don't know how, I don't know how they do Stevie's episode. Like this nigga only show up maybe like I guess they doing it where he only gonna show up six episodes and this was his fourth one of I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know if Stevie just show up when Faith tell him, look, go get a check. Which, I mean, I'm not mad at. Um, but yeah, they have a family time with the kids. It's Stevie, Mimi, um, Scrappy, and Bambi, and Kirk and Rashida. And <clears throat> they talk about this whole tension between Rashida and Jasmine and Stevie J has to be the voice of reason. Like, bitch, just go on and talk to that girl so y'all can get on one accord for the sake of that little boy. Which, imagine being so goddamn stupid that Stevie J has to be the voice of reason. I know y'all fucking lying to me. Um, Next scene, we have Jock and Kendra stupid ass. They are in Shekinah's um, salon, I guess. I'm assuming that was Shekinah Salon or wherever she work at, but I, you know, you know how they do on these shows, so I don't necessarily know. They didn't, they didn't say. Yeah, she's had a salon for a good while. Okay, thank you, Candice. I I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. She's had a hair. She's got had her own hair studio. Now the bitch could do some hair. Now she built like a chicken nugget, Mm. but she could do some hair (laughs) Uh, because. Tiny's best hair moments was courtesy of Shekinah. You could tell when her and her and Tiny ain't speaking because Tiny hair be looking a fucking mess with the rest of her. You beat me to it. But Um, when Tiny hair look good, her and Shekinah usually is on good terms. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in this scene, Kendra um, Shekinah's doing Kendra's hair which girl um, and her and Jocko vented to Shekinah about Jock's business partner in the salon that he invested in uh, with the woman that did his Anita Baker cut. Um, mm. They're venting that she don't know what the fuck she's doing in that salon. She's running clients away. She is um, treating the uh, the stylist like shit. It's, um, it's a lot going on and he's venting and he says <clears throat> to Shekinah, he wants Shekinah to go check out the scene, see what's going on, report back to him. Report back to him. Um, and my immediate thought was, Jock, you needed a. Mm. On the one hand, I get it. Like you want somebody that's neutral, I guess, to 
see what's going on and help out and stuff. But at the same time, I'm thinking, Jock, you can't handle this on your own. I need, like, you need to bring somebody else in to handle your shit. But it is young Jock, so I get, you know, he don't make the best decision, so good luck. Um, and also, she kind of, kind of drag him a little bit, like, nigga, if you say you love Kendra, don't let this whole child thing stop you from marrying that girl. Like, if you don't get your shit together, like, you already got eight goddamn kids. Like, nigga, you don't need no more. So this is, like, the second week in a row that she kind of done got in somebody's ass and made sense. And I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, I don't necessarily dislike Shekinah's personality. I just don't like the way she looked. That's fair. <laughs> like fucking braces, golly. That's yeah, fair. like them braces, all that plastic surgery just to still be fat. I got a problem with all of that. But her actual uh, gems that she be dropping on motherfuckers on that show, they be for real. She don't be yeah. holding no punches, and I appreciate that. Uh that's true. Motherfuckers are going to business with anybody. That bitch got a nasty attitude in that shop. And for her to act like mm-hmm. she's fucking everybody in the salon or get or flirting or whatever, I call bullshit. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. Bitch, you I think, think everything is flirting and preferential treatment because you a whole ass bitch. <laughs> and you don't know how to talk to people. You're not even your motherfucking clients. That bitch had me fucked up. We wouldn't have no shop together. That bitch right. will have to turn my investment on the shop and go on about her motherfucking business because it ain't no way no salon that's that beautifully decorated on the inside that much fucking space for stylists and nail techs and whatever the fuck else is empty. Right. Like I get like it's low hanging fruit because of job. Well, let me not say that because his, his fruit don't hang low. But <clears throat> I get it due to his history. It's easy to say well he be flirting, and the reason it's tension in the shop is because of him and stuff. But what I am being presented, what I was presenting on this episode is like Sharana, because that's her name. You played in my motherfucking face. Like the shop is trash, and it shouldn't be because of what Candace just said. But the shop is doing bad because it's you. Like you have no business acumen at all. And maybe you just putting on for the show, but from what I am being presented, you are the fuck stupid. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, moving on to the next scene. Speaking of the fuck stupid, moving on to the next scene. BK show up at Sierra house and they argue and she shove him and rip his shirt. The end. Like I honestly do do not give a fuck about Sierra and, B- and BK. I I truly truly do not. Like, why she got so much smoke for BK when she was cheating too? Like that, what is we doing? Like it's a wash, bitch. Correct. Correct. What's like once, like once you once. Ahead, and you went the wicked route. You went and got you some dick from the DMs. Like, you know how messy niggas on Twitter could be. So you was willing to take the chance on it all. Correct. Like, girl, shut the fuck up for somebody slap that motherfucking alien look off your face. Mm, she talked like somebody slapped, just finished slapping her in the mouth. Oh, I read with my thumb ass, bitch. Girl, like Sierra annoyed me. She, pro- she you know, <laughs> she... <laughs> Sierra is like probably the woman equivalent to that to that HBCU confessions uh, question about that nigga who could read. That for that's Sierra is the female equivalent to that because bitch. Every time Sierra opens her mouth, I'm just like somebody put Doctor Seuss in front of her ASAP, please. Please. Because girl, I ain't never I ain't never heard a grown woman speak just like. 
Ah, oof. Just leave us alone. Beer. Beer. <laughs> be <laughs> be <laughs> right. Sierra and BK, please leave us alone. Don't nobody care. Both of y'all was cheating. Y'all was cheating. Y'all weren't even together together for real. Because Sierra, I'm I still want to see. I, I would like best. to call her Beard Era because um, well, I definitely mm -hmm. I'm still on the fence about what BK is into for real. For real. Mm -hmm. Despite having four kids. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> he owns some Michael shit from Potomac. <laughs> that man is 60, bitch. What the fuck? What? <laughs> that motherfucker is aged goddamn. Oh my god, bitch. You married a motherfucker that's 30 years older than you. Oh man. Sarah was fucking a nigga who colored his hair and beard in with a motherfucking Crayola marker. Mm. Y'all bitches make very, very, very bad decision making. Uh, when it comes to men, mm, no discernment, no discernment. Mm. Speaking of no discernment, <clears throat> don't, wait, <laughs> Sierra, don't Sierra kind of look like mm. Curtis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should say <laughs> Curtis. You better say it now. You being just, I know. Come on with it. It just is, I know I don't have a reason to say this, but I'm saying <laughs> so give it to us. Don't friend. you look like a condom that stretched too hard over a dude? Hey. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to Ratchet Ramblers. <laughs> it ain't even no need to go forward because <laughs> it is. There it is. Is that a no? Motherfucker want to answer. You say some shit like that, they want to answer. I mean, it was a question. <laughs> okay, whatever. I didn't even watch the fucking episode, so whatever. <laughs> uh, I want to get to. Uh, I want to get to Rashida and Jasmine. Uh, because honestly, that's the only thing that really mattered in the fucking episode, so we might as well. And then the shit with Carly and and Mo. Um, yeah. but we'll. <clears throat> I get us there. So let me, let me just run through this real quick. I get us there. <clears throat> uh, like I said, Shikana goes to that shop. Is um, and that girl Sharana, whatever her name is. As Candace said earlier, we see that she don't know what the fuck she's doing. She kind of get her ass together. Um, like I said, Sierra and BK argue why um, all the men go on this trip and Kirk is afraid of wildlife, which I don't understand because I ain't never seen a reptile be afraid of its own habitat, but that's none of my business. And um, <clears throat> preluding a little bit, uh, Carly tells me, me and Sierra that Mo might be a little controlling and they need to go to therapy, which I'll get to in a second. And then uh, here we come. <clears throat> Speaking of motherfuckers that need therapy. Rashida has the conversation with Jasmine. And let me say this before I let Candace drag because I know she is. Jasmine a lot better than me. She is a lot better than me. She's, but I thought this was going to go a lot left, more left than, I, than it was. And maybe that's because of how they spliced it up in the previews. 
But I felt there was a couple of, well, honestly, quite a few times in this conversation where Jasmine could have been like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. But I'll let Candace have her thoughts on that because I was, I, I, I kind of wanted to see a fight just because I love Miss, but Jasmine handled herself better than I think I would have because Rashida, you got me fucked up. But go ahead, Candace. Oh, well, <clears throat> I ain't know Candace had herself on mute. Mm. Oh, shit. oh, I do have myself on mute. My because <laughs> <laughs> y'all know London bad. She be in here doing any fucking thing. <laughs> trying to record. She in here beating on a dryer. She sliding <laughs> off the chair right now. She laid up. I wish y'all could see. Matter of fact, I'm putting in a group chat and show y'all what type of shit she be on. And I be having to be on. <laughs> but listen, Rashida, bitch, you and them long ass sideburns. <laughs> I know you fucking lying trying to dictate how a motherfucking move with an uh, outside baby, bitch. You, I just, the Jasmine, Jasmine does not seem to be bothering you motherfuckers. Period. Nope. Jasmine is getting her child support and she leaves y'all the fuck alone. Y'all yep. have decided that y'all wanted to be, that Kirk wants to be father of the fucking year and you want to be stepmother of the year and all of a sudden y'all want Cannon around. Y'all mm -hmm. didn't wasn't having shit to do with that little boy for several years. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden y'all motherfuckers want him around and you want to inconvenience her and dictate to her how she could communicate. Child, fuck y'all. Y'all ain't been communicating. Send the check, bitch. Send mm. the check. That's all you got to do, bitch. Make sure Kirk's sending the check with your pressed money, bitch. Mm. <laughs> That's no all you got to do, funky-ass hoe. What's wrong mm. with you? Listen, let me tell you Now y'all opening up a bar and grill. Don't nobody want to go to no motherfucking bar and grill that you and Kirk open up? When there's plenty of good ones here in Atlanta, Call bitch. I know y'all fucking lie. Call it infidelities. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I don't have no like I don't have nothing for Rashida. I hate that we even rooted for her so like so many seasons ago because the bitch stupid. The fact that Rashida, the same motherfucker that allowed Kirk to have a DNA test on they child, told Jasmine that she needs to grow. I was like, bitch, I know you fucking lying to me. There needs to be some growth here from who, bitch, from Kirk. Because that's the only motherfucker that keep bringing havoc and strife to y'all motherfucking marriage. So what mm. is you saying? Correct. Who are you, bitch? Mm. You damn wrong telling that girl she need, to, she need to have some growth. No, bitch, you need to have some growth. Because you didn't even want to acknowledge that fucking little boy existed until this season, bitch. Until you needed a new storyline. Because since you and Kirk stand together, now you need a storyline, bitch. So now you want to have a storyline about trying to be the doting wife who accepts an outside child, stupid bitch. That wouldn't be my storyline. No cameras will be in my home while I deal with this. You would have to figure something else to fuck out, Mona. Mm-hmm. That's why when Y'all you goofy bitch, boy. I'm trying to tell you, but she married to a nigga that looked like a piece of shit, so I'm not surprised the bitch make terrible decisions. Right. That's why when Cannon came around and she tried to give him a hood, he was like, No! He he know a bitch ass mama when he see one. I just could not believe it. Like I say, Jasmine a lot better than me. Cause 
talking about. <clears throat> Oh, I just said something about his pull-ups. That was just me shooting the shit, bitch. No, it wasn't, bitch. It was being shady, acting like she was less of a mother because her son was still potty training. Bitch, you a liar, you a coward, and you got a lot of fucking nerve. You couldn't even stand in that woman motherfucking face and be honest about the shade you was throwing at her. Kirk right. ain't fucking lie. Kirk threw you under the bus, bitch, because that's where you needed to be because you was kickstarting all that shit. Mm -hmm. That wasn't none of Kirk. Men don't give a fuck about no pull-up. Right. And when Jasmine said that, you saw all her, her the color in her goddamn makeup drop. That's what you get, bitch. Bozo Funky ass. Fucking mm. stupid, bitch. Bo-sheeta. That's what the fuck I'm calling you. I ain't calling you your government now. I'm calling you Bo-sheeta. That's what you is, a Bozo. Dumbass, bitch. But anyway... <clears throat> So y'all turn into some other shit when it comes time to drag Rashida. Like my God, what that bitch? She been a she been a stupid bitch for fifty eleven years. Bitch, you is dumb, and you gonna try to question the next woman's parenting. Me while your kids sitting around there seeing you get dragged through the motherfucking mud by Mister Hanky the Christmas pool. Bitch, fuck you. Listen. You ain't no good example. Got all the nerve to talk about Jasmine taping Perry. down the motherfucking middle of the house. Your kids walking on mask and fucking tape. Bitch, shut Listen. up and you ain't painting nothing. Tape the half of the TV. Taping that goddamn TV. I ain't forgot you, stupid bitch. <laughs> goddamn both of you been a you been concerned a goddamn devastator when it's time to drag Rashida. What's wrong with y'all? Rashida been a stupid bitch as long as her fucking sideburns. Now I'm tired. 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 <laughs> like, I, this bitch had a lot of nerve, man. Jasmine, ja you know what? I'm team Jasmine now. Fuck you, bitch. I'm glad she got her... <laughs> I'm glad she got her baby shower dress from Press, bitch. Fuck you. I hope she... I hope she get her some new lingerie from Press to wear from Kirk, bitch. She should have kept fucking your husband. Mm. She should have stayed in that relationship with Kirk. She shouldn't have let you take her soulmate from her, bitch. Married or okay. not. You was the you don't, getting the way of his true happiness, you bozo ass. You, you don't deserve, bitch, because you don't know how to play your position properly. I can't believe you want to have a sit down and talk because she texted Kirk about motherfucking cannon, bitch. You ain't find no nudes. You ain't find no addresses. You ain't see no talk of pulling up. You ain't see none of that, bitch. They talking about their motherfucking child and here your stupid, funky ass is insecure. Bitch, all the cabin trips in the world ain't gonna make you less secure, insecure. You just gonna be an insecure bitch because you married to a nigga who like to start full-blown full relationships with strippers and have babies that he don't care to DNA test. Listen, I Eat wish... shit, bitch. That's, a, that's what I got for you. Eat some shit today. <laughs> Correct. Like your dusty-ass wig, old bozo-ass bitch. That's why I hope that fucking shit flop when it opened. Anyway, bitch, speaking you ain't of no, you ain't no old lady gang bitch. Don't nobody want to get hypertension for listen, your bar and grill, listen, bitch. Listen, cause say what you want about candy. At least people want to go to old lady gang. Don't nobody want to get do shit with no fucking frost on it. I know you fucking lying. Stupid speaking bitch. Speaking of fucking lying. Mm. <laughs> so Mo and Carly go to therapy. <laughs> problem with the way Carly carried on. Uh yeah. I know that I know that mental I know that you know somebody being controlling the way that she feels Mo is is 
you know, that's not healthy. But I had a problem with her acting as if he was beating the brakes off of her. Yeah, that's the kind of vibes I got. And if she did, what's going on, sis? Yeah. Because none of this seemed to be an issue earlier in the season. Yeah. When yeah, you right. be, and also you do the same shit to him because you had you you was ready to end every fucking thing about him texting the lady who claimed she had a baby by him. Correct. So that behavior seemed to be reciprocated. Yeah. So I was I was about to say that I got that in my notes. It's like okay, objectively I can see why. Mo's and I mean I, I, I listen, I ain't gonna argue with a nigga that admitted he wrong. So most saying he wrong, like I get it. But at the same token, like you did the same shit. And then not only did you do the same shit, people had to twist your fucking arm shit in order to get you to not even apologize, but just to reconcile with Mo. And like the undertones that I got, like where where he get violent, you know, the un- the undertones I was getting, like he m- might put his hands on her, like I didn't I didn't like that because nothing that didn't there's their issues to me seems to be communication more than anything, not yeah. like going that extra step, like maybe, you know, domestic, you know, abuse or violence or something like that. If anything, they seem like they just have communication issues, which they've always had communication issues. Um, and I know, you know, in real time, they, Ain't they still together, Candace? I think you said that on the previous episode. Like, yeah, they still together. together. Yeah, they yeah. still together in real time. So we know they're gonna work it out, but this, I, I did not like that. I did not like that. I just didn't like how she carried on. Now I will say, whoever that, what, what the, 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 the doctor name, Doctor Jerry, whatever, was, he was getting the more ass. <laughs> Mo can take that. Oh, I do like, I do like Doctor Jeff a lot, and I yes, do enjoy yeah. seeing him on various shows get into that bag because uh that's who uh Cecil and Simone was seeing Dr. Dr. Jeff. I can't remember his name, but yeah he was getting them more ass and was like no I I can't take this I got to go (laughs) but um yeah so we know they're gonna get it together but um seeing the I guess the the um the unfolding of how they got to the real time it's um it's been been kind of bumpy been kind of bumpy and um, yeah, I just didn't like how Carly carried on, like giving those undertones. It's like y'all, y'all got some issues, but not that deep, not that deep. So, and that was Love and Hip Hop Atlanta episode. Red, red flags. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I j- like I went back and rewatched uh, Black Ink. I still don't know the name of the episode. Y'all know? I know this is episode thirteen. 13. Yeah. Team bonding. First of all, I cannot stress enough how fine Ryan is. Mm, like he has, yeah, he's gotten finer. Like yeah. it, as if it was possible, he finer with the hair. Looking good and shit. Fine motherfucker bossing up, ain't taking no shit from nobody. Uh, so this episode, Ryan puts together a trip to Miami for old and new nine mag to do team building. <clears throat> he invites Rachel who uh, shout out to Rachel too, because her polish line is doing amazing. It was like the featured polish for New York fashion week at the time this was recorded. 
Mm-hmm. That's that bag, that bag, that bag. Mm-hmm. One thing I really like about Ryan and Rachel is that despite what they go through, if they're together or not, they always encouraging each other. They yeah. always there for each other, and yeah. they always supporting each other and helping each other get the bag. Yeah, we ain't gonna see them on six brown chicks. Yeah, because Ryan went to New York with Rachel for New York Fashion Week. So um shout out to Paranova. I've, I haven't been to the business page in a while to see if they started a jail line because when she started doing jail, uh, the bitch got me. Because mm. uh, I like jail polish. So uh, so that's that. Uh, so Ryan and Rachel aren't getting to Miami with everybody else. They're going to go to Fashion Week and then head out to Miami. Everybody else is getting to Miami. Lily brings Bella. First of all, I know this is big fish because in real life, you're not bringing your spouse to a team building trip for your job. <laughs> and if you are, they stand in a separate hotel. <clears throat> so Lily bringing Bella, Charmaine bringing Danielle. Ducktails, which why, but. Mm. Uh, they these motherfuckers get to this mansion that Ryan rented and don't save a room for Ryan. What in the you niggas don't deserve jobs? Hell is going on. <laughs> like, is it me? Like, if 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 the network grows exponentially and me and Curtis have the means to to throw some type of travel trip. Y'all motherfuckers really think y'all gonna get away with not saving a room for us? <laughs> Listen. Niggas would be sleeping outside, fucking with us. <laughs> sleeping in the sleeping in the Cartier Marisha to slip in. And oh, prior to that, so uh Don and Don and uh Charmaine run to Ryan about how poorly Van is handling things. Ryan and all his new bossed up glory is like ain't gonna be none of that snake shit from last time i'm gonna call me with all all three of y'all correct uh so then he makes uh don a co-manager uh with van which to be honest ryan is being far too nice if you ask me because i would have snatched my shot back from van yep and we would have just had to be because it still got nine mag on the name and yep. if it's still like Curtis said last week, as long as nine mag is attached to it, you have to make sure it's a good representation of who you are <clears throat> as a tattoo artist and as a business owner. You can't just say here, whatever to shut shit now, just make sure I get my check. Cause motherfuckers yeah. gonna talk. Yep. That's what um oh girl, the white girl assistant was saying last week. So that was that and charmaine girl anyways they get to miami <laughs> <laughs> they get to miami they you know get doing they regular who why bella gotta always be trying to fuck somebody in the shops but she, she can't to, find you know outside dick she trying to be the new cat without the tattoo oops well i, I mean poignant Mm. Mm. Truthful. Come on, cat badge. Uh, 
<laughs> cat with less gum. Mm. Uh, Don. So let me. I feel like Don has grown up a lot, maybe as much as like Ryan has. But Ryan has had a lot of business growth. Don has had a lot of personal growth because he like I'm sick of you motherfuckers arguing about old nine mag, new nine mag, the shit all nine mag. We all nine mag. We all trying to get a bag at nine mag. What the fuck is y'all constantly arguing about? Why does it matter? Come into whatever nine mag you work in and do your fucking job. That's Correct. it. Y'all always fucking arguing. And Van made a good point about Charmaine. Like you a con you the celebrity concierge. You don't get no celebrities. You ain't bringing in no celebrities to new nine mag. I wouldn't definitely or old nine mag. And she got his ass back. Like why would I bring a motherfucking celebrity in this shit? Yep. Yeah. They both. They both have bragging each other. Yeah, they both have points about each other, but Charmaine, it's just like Charmaine. I know we joke it's about hard to respect Charmaine because this is what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. She did all that him and Han about Ryan being a dictator, and she was running to Van every time Ryan did something. Remember, and you know a lot of a lot of the shit that happened with the old nine mag. Charmaine was the ringleader. Yep, pulling down you. Charmaine was the ringleader. Charmaine was the the big initiator with the cat shit, bringing cat on that trip that blew up Ryan's spot and and caused the big divide. She was the big the big initiator and the instigator when Ryan and Van was into it. The big instigator, you know, when Ryan was trying to bring in a new assistant and fire Danielle because Danielle was burnt the fuck out with that nigga that she was messing with, who turned out to be trash and fuck the stripper Cobra was fucking. Mm. Like Are they everything together? Hell no. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, but everything, all of this, this end result, this is you, Charmaine. This is what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Ryan was a dictator. It was time for somebody else to take the reins at the old nine mag. You got that. You still unhappy, bitch. You don't know what you want. Go be a radio DJ and leave us the fuck alone, bitch. Yep. Please yeah. do us all a favor, mostly yourself. Correct. But we said that what last season? You have no business being in that tattoo shop. That is not the trajectory you're even trying to go in. Like at it all. did what it needed to do to give you a boost, but at this point, it's not doing you any favors. Work on your your TV personality shit. Get a podcast, bitch, and flourish. Cause somebody like you, right? I don't know it why ain't us, but you know, I yeah. mean, that's fine. You right. ain't for us. You ain't for everybody. That's fine. I prefer my bitches minus the musk. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I fully support you, black woman. Go get your bag and stop <laughs> being in here fucking miserable. Right. I like my success to smell fresh. But Correct. Fresh <laughs> success. Big right. coming soon. <laughs> but she don't want to say she just want to be miserable. You, you miserable. So somehow or some way, Don gets Lily and Charmaine to call it even, squash whatever they got going on, leave the shit at the door. Even in all of that, <clears throat> Charmaine's still miserable. Baby, you don't tattoo. You don't know shit about tattooing. You lucked up and got the job you got because of your cousin at the time who was working in the shop. 
Uh, go away. <laughs> go away. Yeah. 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 London. Come on, London. Yeah. London go. with the assist. Okay. Like, girl, go away. You don't have to work here to be friends with these people. Y'all can still be cool without you being in the shop, being motherfucking miserable and crying all the time. If Van want to run the hepatitis over there at Old Nine Mag, then you that's just what the fuck it is. Go on about your business and do what you've been doing successfully is building a career at that radio station and leave us the fuck alone and get Nico a barber, bitch, who you got your priorities fucked up. Nico <laughs> looking like somebody just been scraping it with a butter knife and you worried about Nine Mag. Girl. When Nico got when Nick got nine lines across his forehead, I know you lying, girl. Girl, fuck all of that. Go handle your business. Mm-hmm. Ryan show up. Ryan and Rachel show up. <laughs> they ain't got no bedroom. And he like, what the fuck is up? How y'all gonna not leave a bedroom for y'all boss? Who's sleeping on the couch? Who somebody gotta get the fuck out? Don clipping his motherfucking toenails and in the bathroom. <laughs> like, who raised y'all? Who does that? Even at a, even if somewhere, I'm sure it's the Airbnb, so it don't come with daily cleaning. Like, what are you doing? It's a trash can right there. Y'all are fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's like Charmaine musting and musty and dysfunction disease just spread to the whole goddamn show like dawn what are you doing sir why your toenail look like hawk talons what is you doing dawn you too fine to to be disgusted that's some shit i'd expect from ashley what are you doing sir Hmm. see this is why we need to get you a new wife because you're picking up bad habits oh that toenail looks like one of her braces. <laughs> Since we're talking about Don and Ashley. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> y'all recently celebrated an anniversary, and I'm here to stand up in full hate. Fuck that shit. <laughs> she <laughs> ugly in every picture y'all post. I am fired. <laughs> Fuck y'all anniversary. Fuck that shit. Okay? <laughs> you can call me a hater. I will be there. Yeah. <laughs> I got my hating pantaloons. Oh, fuck that shit. I'm sick of the bullshit. Every picture ugly, ugly, ugly. Girl. We've been through our ups and downs. Yes. Be ugly. More downs than ups. Y'all ugly. Ugh. Don't always be ugly. <laughs> Curtis said, fuck y'all happened. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> like, bitch, you got to be fine in order to be happy. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you ain't got to be fine, but you got to be out my face and you choose not to be. So, yes, you're going to get this. <laughs> this heat. <laughs> That's what you signed up for. <laughs> Whew. Mm. Well, good luck, Don. That's all I got. No, nah, fuck that too. <laughs> <laughs> Unless some nudes leak <laughs> outside of that. No, nah, fuck that too. Congratulations on your promotion, nigga. 
That's all I got for you. Then Bella is still trying to fuck Matt, the 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 bar, the tattoo artist in the new nine mag. Girl, you ain't even working. Mm. You don't need to be trying to get no dick. You need to be trying to get a job interview. Well, she got a job, man. Van gave her a job, man. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. They had a conversation where he apologized and gave her the job. Yeah. Man. I think it was after Don got his promotion. Yeah. Oh, okay. And called Bella and was like, yeah, my bad. Oh, sure did. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, to get a job back and go right to trying to get some dick. Well, well, fair game then. Get you some dick, bitch. Celebrate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they go to Abuelos. That's they love calling faux Mexican restaurants Abuelos or Abuelas. They go to Abuelos, family style dining. <clears throat> great moments, great energy, great vibes, and then Charmaine. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the tweet. And then Charmaine. Here come this gloomy ass bitch. And then Charmaine. That might mm. be the show title because that bitch. Listen, <laughs> I just want to go around the table and talk about my favorite nine mag moments. Okay, cool, bitch. This cute. This like that shit they be doing at Thanksgiving. Let's go around and say what we thankful for. Okay, bitch. But then mm. the bitch says, "I know I'm gonna get emotional saying this. Then don't say it." But I gotta get this off my chest because I know other people feel like this. No, they don't. Right. It's not the same no more. It's not the same. I want the old nine mag back. And when Ryan said you fell in love with some bullshit, Mm. (laughs) that's when they woke up the sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. All Charmaine had to do was shut the fuck up. Mm. If you unhappy at nine mag, bitch, go get on the radio. <clears throat> but this, what you doing? What you did? Fuck the whole trip up. Mm, you know you don't fucked up, right? Ryan told her, "Girl, that was some bullshit, and the way shit was going down was not the way shit needed to be. Motherfucker was running wild around here, not handling business, not doing the best we could do, not seizing the opportunities we should be seizing." Well, I'm off that. I had to get the fuck away from there. And when I had to get the fuck away from there, y'all wasn't supportive. Y'all, as a matter of fact, drug my name through the fucking mud. And as usual, Big Fish and VH1 gonna roll that beautiful bean footage. And it went right to fuck Ryan Henry. And them throwing his picture down the steps and shit. And Ryan was like, when I was going through some shit, Y'all wasn't there for me. As a matter of fact, y'all was working against me. And then they brought up Loyal Inc. And he like, Loyal Inc. wasn't my doing. This not where shit started to fall apart. It didn't fall apart at Loyal Inc. Shit had fallen apart way before that. And y'all didn't want to own up to it. And here go Van. He's still mad because he was wrong. No. Niggas is mad because you move like a bitch. And you took, instead of you staying neutral, y'all y'all took sides. And y'all ended up having to come back, crawling and begging for Ryan's help. 
because y'all don't know shit about the business side of what y'all doing. Mm. Ryan does. Ryan has taken us. He has done the work to get the bag. Y'all didn't know shit about the bag. Y'all couldn't even keep Loyal Inc. up and fucking running. Mm. Y'all wasn't even paying motherfucking rent. Mm-hmm. That landlord can't like get the fuck out. We ain't like Ryan. We don't like y'all. We didn't really like Ryan, but at least Ryan knew how to conduct business and had the money. He was y'all like, don't everybody, get the fuck out. everybody was here for they, for four as they should have been. But he like when it came to me, y'all didn't know <clears throat> what the fuck I was going through, and y'all didn't care to find out. Y'all was so busy sniffing up cat ass, and cat don't even want y'all near her. Pay hood, pay cat, pay them dust. To this day, shit. To this day, mm. doing big shit. Came and stole one of C's best tattoo artists, and and popping out in L.A. Hey, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Hey, like, listen, Ryan had a point, and Ryan was like, since this, since we want to take it here, let's take it all the way here. Y'all have been disloyal. And the fact that I still, like, I want to run and say the fact that I still look out because I consider y'all family, that should tell y'all everything y'all need to fucking know. Because Ryan could have said, fuck old 9 Mag and still opened up new 9 Mag right down the fucking, uh, on the other side of the building. Yeah. And he could have let that shop burn. He could have let y'all get put the fuck out and everything. I mean, we have to be honest. Say what you want, but they, the reason those motherfuckers are getting a check, whether on they own or via Big Fish, is because of Ryan. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, say what you want. I mean, he he fucked up trying to shit what he eat, what trying to mix business and pleasure. Okay, cool, that's fine. He owned up to that, but the rest of that shit was completely on them because they could have stayed neutral because I think I and I'm sorry to hash up old shit. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan, but since we want to take it there, the fact that y'all did all that performing over cat when just like the season prior, y'all wanted her to get the fuck out. Like well, my, imagine. So the thing about that though is that one that scenario with cat is one thing in its own, but we're not gonna act like we we can't go back and watch the motherfucking footage of y'all being disrespectful horrible employees and straight up trash long before that shit with cat happened two seasons ago yeah it's always been shit in that shop since it fucking opened or since y'all got on the fucking show because mm-hmm. y'all because he and he owns up to the fact that he knows that he did not put the necessary rules in place so that he could do business y'all thought we all friends we all growing it should be all good and then y'all looking crazy when it's drama out the ass and right. the fact that you pining for that still you the only one in this scenario that is not growing and that is crazy wild to say because we talking about van we talking about charmaine we talking about motherfucking racist ass lily you are the only one in that scenario that has not grown even danielle has grown Danielle was like, I got to get the fuck up out there shop. I'll see you when I see you. Facts. You the only one sitting there. I just want old nine mag back. It's like, bitch, you need to, you need a therapist. Cause from what, from what it seems to me, it looked like you scared of success. Like you scared to let go of nine mag and chase after the bag that is right there dangling in front of you. You got to seize the motherfucking opportunity, bitch. Carpe goddamn diem. 
Mm-hmm. Before that shit goes away, what are you holding on to this shop for? You don't even tattoo. And <laughs> but a why are you here, away. bitch? You know, tattoo. Hey, you the, the, the concern in Curtis' you voice got me screaming. He said, you don't even tattoo. <laughs> Why God, are damn. you here? Why are you holding on so tightly to something that you don't that don't benefit you for real? Got you legit crying has gotten you beaten up multiple times. <laughs> you have gone through a lot with this motherfucking shop. And honestly, we ain't saying nothing that the motherfuckers around you haven't already said because Neek said the same shit. He didn't even want you to go back trying trying to get no, back to that didn't. shop. He sure right. didn't. He sure didn't. He wanted you to stay with the radio shit because that was working for you. Because when, when she working just part-time, now she like the host of her own shit. Like, girl, what is you doing? Scared to get that bag, I guess. But girl, baby girl, at some point. Like them niggas cannot be your crutch no more, and you sitting here trying to finagle this shit. Oh, it's 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 a boys club. Oh, you know I'm just so the big brothers, and I'm the little sister. You have never held a tattoo pin, bitch. You do not have the same motherfucking bond that they have, cause you don't know how, why you gonna get a nine and you don't. You can't even do one. If they do a circle tattoo, <laughs> a tat jerk, then. <laughs> You the only one that ain't got no motherfucking skills. Like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Follow your cousin's lead and go get your bag elsewhere. It's right there for the taking. People in Chicago seem to like you. You're able to do things and you can still be on the show. You can be on the show and not be in that shop. Danielle is doing it. Correct. It's no mm-hmm. fucking reason, like, bitch, come, come the fuck on. You trying to get married? You trying to build a fucking life? Handle your shit. Maybe then the, the personal stuff will fall into place the way it's supposed to. It's waiting on you to handle your shit. Correct. Mm-hmm. And wait for Neek to find the barber, but I mean that's neither here nor there. Correct. Bitch, I don't want to see them fucking wedding pictures. That's what I do know. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Do not accost me with no fucking wedding pictures of him with that fucking hairline looking like that. But anyway, like he got lined up by Edward Cusa hands. <sighs> Ryan cussed everybody out though. And, left. <laughs> and that was my my type of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I they definitely are woke in a beast. Mm-hmm. That's the type of negativity I like to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, one could argue on on the other side that, you know, him bringing them on that trip and and erupting like that was counterproductive at best. But, I mean, points were made. So It is what it is. And like Jeremy said, we're here for the mess. So while that, to me, makes logical sense, I'm here for the mess. I'm here for the dragging. So (laughs) it's what we deserve. Mm -hmm. And it just is what it is. It is what it gonna be, mm-hmm. as Ryan has said before. Listen, when Ryan get mad, that should be funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, was that it on Black Ink? That was it on Black Ink. Oh, okay. 
Well, then we will take a break and then we will come back and we're going to get into Potomac and Basketball Wives. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, we're back, and we're going to slide on over to Potomac. So this is Season 4, Episode 7, Salty Behavior. Uh, so we're getting ready to see the rainbow party and just little things going on around there. We see Chris Mama and when Chris Mama was talking to Ashley and she was like, Ashley and Michael, and she was like, oh, you don't drink? She's like, I only drink Jesus. I was like, girl. Oh, man. We go with these Bible thumping ass mamas. Yeah. Well, that and. I don't think I watched the seasons prior, um, so I was unfamiliar with his mama. And the, the only thing that I'll say about that is that I see where he gets his ugly. Mm. Well, Yeah, his mom do look like a baboon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Rafiki got a baby. So the fact that she been shading Monique for all these years, girl, I know you fucking lying looking like that. Mm. And your son looking like that and got that beautiful ass wife. Man, girl, you better shut the fuck up. Both of y'all look like mud, man. So I know you fucking lying to me. Right. So the rainbow party was really beautiful. Like not just the sentiment, but just the vibe, the decorations. Like yeah. it was just really <clears throat> nice to see that all of her family there, everybody getting along. And then she gives a speech and then Chris mama wants to give a speech. So she gives a, you know, very public apology about, you know, treating Monique badly and talking to her badly. And, you know, she's excited about the baby and she wants to turn things around and make up for lost time, et cetera, et cetera. In the name of Jesus. So that was nice to see. Although, we're going to mm. we'll put a pin in that. Mm -hmm. Put a pin in that. So Ashley and Karen go to some spot. And, you know, they had a, a trauma bonding type of moment. Um, Karen got some very good, I would say, kind of on the spot therapy type deal. But you can tell, like, she really needs it. Like, she's really taking her parents' deaths hard. And she uh she needs yeah. all she can get, you know. That was one of my one of my notes is that uh Karen has really been taking this super hard, which makes Giselle's behavior kind of towards her even more disgusting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like 
And then it makes me realize when she lashed out last week at uh, Giselle, there's probably still a lot of hurt from her, you know, dealing with the loss of her dad and stuff like that. And so, ciao. Giselle, look, Giselle, bitch. (laughs) As the season goes on, I'm going to light your ass up. Just know that. There were plenty, plenty, plenty to work with. So I did think that that was very nice to see and Karen and Ashley having a very nice moment. Then we see Giselle and her mom is visiting. And the only thing I took from that was it was a nice conversation. And then Giselle brought up her daddy and her mom was like, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Correct. And from what Correct. Giselle said, apparently they had been married for 35 years and then got divorced and looked like now she don't fuck with that nigga at all. Ooh. Well, 35 years of hate. Right. Yeah. Tra- trauma. And her daddy was, Giselle daddy was fine, so I know he took her mama through some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just and know. he had some notoriety. Oh, child. Mm. Yep. Mm, 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 mm. Um, Robin. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, <laughs> if you don't sell that motherfucking hood house and leave us alone, like. <laughs> And leave one alone. Give it up, delicious Jesus. Girl. I cannot believe you. And then they talk about you didn't oh, you didn't get all the cabinets. They missed the del- I'm just what the fuck is going on? You don't have no project manager. Mm-hmm. Mm. Girl. Listen, I appreciated the shade. I don't know, probably Andy, because you know he shaded his foot like right before they transitioned to uh to Robin, Giselle had said something. About like, oh, you know, Giselle is doing. I mean, uh, Robin is doing well with her um, property, home business, and all that stuff. And then they transition right to Robin, and they put, right to a fucking mess. I was like, y'all share this for. I want to know how far you over budget, bitch. That's what I want to know. You and your mama. I'll live it. <laughs> <laughs> the li- limit does not exist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, God damn. <laughs> Jesus. So we go back and we see Chris and Monique and his mom. And then she was on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, so you sat up and did this performing on the microphone about wanting to make things right and everything. And then when y'all having a conversation and just Monique is just politely like, you know, you kind of making you aware of some of the things that you need to be mindful of now that y'all are trying to get along. And here you go with your big dumb ass talking about, well, that's just how I am. You know how I am. Bitch, how you are is trash. You should love me anyway. Like, no, girl. And even Chris was like, no. Nah. Right. <laughs> like, she was like, you get what I'm saying? He's like, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> right. He like, he was like, he was like, it's sometimes I don't even talk to your motherfucking ass and it had to be Monique to tell me to talk to my mom. Imagine your daughter-in-law that you done talked crazy to and embarrassed on motherfucking national TV, still encouraging your son to keep in touch with your dusty ass. And you going to come talking about that's just how I am. Bitch, fuck you. For real, fuck you. 
Right. She definitely one of those, oh, I can say what I want because the blood of Jesus is washing over me. Well, you can get beat the fuck up with the name of okay. Jesus, too. The blood of Jesus will watch over you, and the blood of you going to be washing down the motherfucking... <laughs> Gotta watch the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why y'all acting like y'all mamas can't get beat. <laughs> oh, Crip. Mm. Listen, mm. ain't that what them white folks said with spray painted on their house? Crips, Crips. On, yeah. on Crips. Right, blacks rule. points. <laughs> and you know what, Robin, it need to be two exclamation points on a done on this motherfucking project. Sell it to someone else so they can finish it. Cut your losses, bitch, and find the next trend. Because mm. this ain't it. Period. Pooch. So, <clears throat> I just have to reiterate, because I don't even remember what happened, but Ashley just turned 30 and michael is 59 oh because they went to like the fertility clinic and or to the obg and you know so she could get checked and the doctor was like we need to check your sperm too you old as fuck <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what you think this is but i'm like wow like it's just weird to see this this marriage like mm-hmm. y'all got a 30 year age gap between y'all mm-hmm. marriage asterisk mm, but well I mean, he signed up for a trophy, and she signed up for a sugar daddy. Yep. And, and she like, and, and you a, got to and pay a what beard. you owe, which includes a baby. Yep. And, and you ain't getting out of it. But <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. I mean, like I said, we know she's pregnant right now in real time. So, And they did a, a flash of the rest of the season, too. So she definitely gets pregnant during the season, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> From that one clip where they showed her with that pregnancy test, yeah. So I think she'll get pregnant while they're still filming, but we also know right now she's pregnant, like showing you know she is far enough alone. Uh, but we'll see. Um, and then we have Candace. Candace was a bozo this episode, yeah, she was. I mean, she's a bozo most episodes, oh, yeah, 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 but I'm just not. She, I don't think she's oh. ready for the level of mess she keeps up. Right. Yeah. I'm like, why are you being so hateful towards Ashley? Like, why is it your motherfucking... And for Giselle to say the shit in her confessional, like, why are you minding her uterus? Why does it matter to you? And my question, like, I don't know if it's something in your marriage that you are lashing out towards Ashley about, or if it's the fact that your mama is fucking tired. It's the fact... I think it's jealousy because uh, Ashley's husband, Michael, doesn't have other kids, does he? Uh, will this be they? This will be they first. I think this will be their first. This will be their first. I don't well, know for sure if he has other kids. Yeah, I don't either. But if he, if he but doesn't, does, they grown. If and if he doesn't, I know why Candace is jealous because oh. she'll never get to have a first child with her husband because mm. he has pre-existing kids. He got three of them, don't he? Yep. Yeah. And one that he don't see. I was about yeah, to say. Deadbeat. Dead dead mm. So while you sitting up here jibber-jabbering and running your motherfucking mouth, and you need to, one, do something about that motherfucking wig, two, keep that type of energy with your own nasty-ass, trifling-ass mammy, and two, get your husband to uh be a decent father, bitch, while you worrying about the next woman uterus. 
because your husband don't even see the kids he got, bitch, and that's why you're going to be, you're going to have his fourth kid, silly hoe. Mm. Mm. You don't even get to be his, the first child. <laughs> you're the fourth. That's if they make it there, because you see in the, they, now they fighting. Mm-hmm. And of course, she being a up being a princess and a diva, like her mama always accuses her of being, but we will see what happens with that. Um, then she turns around and she's messy telling Giselle about her conversation with Monique about what Monique said about Katie. And I'm just like, why are you keeping up so much mess, little girl? <clears throat> little girl. Sit down. Like you literally are just going around and repeating everything that everybody says to you, kicking up shit. Mm. And like looking crazy when somebody comes and start dragging your ass. Mm. And like the the irony is not lost on me that you going you so worried about Ashley, who Ashley has made the reputation on the show for being messy, but you know, at least she's standing up in it. Like you being messy towards the messy motherfucker on the show but unlike the messiest motherfucker you can't hold your own and you're not and you're not standing up in your mess i'm Go confused Anders. how you gonna kick up mess and you don't even know how to drag and read properly girl you can't even get your mama off your back bitch and she look like a a lamb hoof so I don't <laughs> know what the fuck you talking about <laughs> Like, you can't even do that. But you think you could go toe-to-toe with one of the messiest bitches on the show? Girl. Mm. Knowing that all somebody got to do is call you a princess for you to have a mental breakdown, girl. I know you fucking lying. Correct. And that was pretty much it. You know, like I say, Ashley and Karen have that nice little outing and that's pretty much the episode. Like I said, they keep showing the trailer for the rest of the season and we have plenty of mess coming mm. and they they are keeping the energy so i will give potomac is very consistent because they have literally fought on every fucking episode yep and i thrive off of it i appreciate y'all's negativity correct y'all's negativity equals content for us we like the uh the evil um planeteers (laughs) 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 and captain trash coming for that ass Mm, trash like karen's wig Mm -hmm. speaking of trash so let's get into basketball wives Mm. uh so this is season eight episode one episode one who the fuck didn't do their job and, and name the episode? <laughs> Somebody getting fired. Because I was looking and I'm like, where's the name of the episode? I went to the website and everything. It says episode one. Who didn't do their job? Listen, when you had, and listen, y'all had so much material to work with. So much material, so much material. So the big thing of the episode is that Shawnee's son, Sharif, has to have open heart surgery to correct a heart condition. And so her family is rallying around him. Uh, all of her friends are, you know, sending prayers and everything. Uh, he had, they all get together and they go up north to where he's getting his surgery done. Um, he pulls through, you know, he's up and walking around. So they decide that they want to have an event to celebrate, you know, his successful 
surgery and to bring awareness to just getting checked and you know being diligent about heart conditions and the things that are involved there mm-hmm. which so, i appreciate yeah it's, I, you know i i appreciate when people with influence have these personal things and then they take the time to kind of give back and bring awareness to it mm-hmm. um because you never know who's who's dealing with that and might see that and it, it just will help them and be a blessing to them. So Tammy finally uh admits that she married fine ass country ass Reggie. Um it looked like she putting on a little weight too. I was like, okay, happiness. Mm-hmm. On Tammy. Yeah, okay. Cause she lost so much, she was looking sickly last. Yes, last but let season. me tell you something. Happiness clearly is not a good wig. Why is that wig sliding <laughs> like that? <laughs> Girl. Her wig was flying like Mario when he on Mario Super Mario Three when he got that one hat in the tail and he could fly. Yeah, raccoon. The raccoon hat. <laughs> Why was your wig taking off like that, Tammy? You couldn't even play in the scuba store because that bitch was about to come off. Reggie was like, "You need to get your wig together." That shit made me laugh. Yeah, but it seems like they have a very solid relationship, and I'm happy for both of them. Yeah, he like him a little older. Um. I, I was gonna say tenderoni, but mm. he like him an older, you know, chicken wing tip and <laughs> that wing tip. He like a little little aged wing tip, the well seasoned wing tip. <laughs> like uh, you know, a, a a young buff, big, probably big dick, probably a little bit slow, but got that stroke, nigga. You know, we support it. It's still right. fucking for a lot of things, though, Tammy. Don't ever get it twisted. <clears throat> but what you're presenting, okay, fine. I'll give you that. Happiness, bitch, good. Mm. Let's hope happiness keep you out of mess, but it's you. So. It don't. Yeah. It won't. Yeah. Because otherwise, she wouldn't have no reason to be on here. And apparently, she has like some kind of spinoff show. I don't know if it's like a limited run series or whatever. Fuck you, girl. I don't care. We're not, we're not doing that. Correct. We don't know her. I- I think I it's like a wedding special or something. I accidentally watched it and it's just about, you know, the lead up to them finally getting married okay. and like her being scared and him like trying to figure out, you know, like sis, we've been together four years. If I ain't left your ass yet, I ain't leaving now. Mm-hmm. Dang, so. Country of tea is he probably said it just like that too. Basically. Yeah. Whatever. Keep it. <laughs> and they bring because he's from Houston, so they bring up like a lot of his family out to LA and it just makes me remember how much I love people from the South. Cause his country, sense. his country aunties is with the shits. <laughs> well, that's yeah. nice. I ain't going to watch it, but that's nice. <laughs> um, So Byron and Cece are engaged. Mm. Yes, congratulations, CC. Come on, CC, get yeah. the bag, bag. Yeah. Get the bag. She got the ring. He put a ring on it, which we all knew Byron was gonna marry that woman. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, she got way too much going for her for him not to. She ain't yeah. no right. bum bitch. Yeah, he would be a fucking fool. Tonight. He would have been sick if he would have seen her on somebody else's arm. So yeah, he did what he needed to do. But the thing that just really 
push my batteries <laughs> and have <laughs> me like that, <laughs> like the little energizer bunny was when he was like, fuck Christy. <laughs> if she dies, she dies. He yeah. has all of the smoke for Kristen. And I'm not even mad because he's like, you got on TV and got me looking like a bad fucking grandpa, like a deadbeat granddaddy. He's and like, a terrible dad. And I'm very fucking close with my son. I just don't fuck with you. Right. Because you a bum bitch. And he was like, I can and pull up where I was trying to call you and go and see my grandchild. Mm-hmm. You don't get I wonder why his, is what me. kind of cuck his son is that he ain't, uh, Check the shit out of CC. Uh huh. Look, because there's no reason for uh Byron's son. I don't even know his name. Little Byron to be going through this shit with his father because of his wife. Because his wife can't stop being messy and close her fucking mouth and stay Mm -hmm. in her fucking place. Right. You got me fucked up. Just to need her whole face slapped. She need her ass beat. We way past face slapping. All right. We talking about. Ooh, I'm gonna say the wrong thing. Oh. <laughs> 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 I almost took it too far. <laughs> Put it in the group chat. That was a little macabre. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. Uh, it, it can't be as far as Byron said because Byron was like, "Look, if I never have to speak to the bitch again, I'm good." Literally, those like his literal words, and I, I just, I, I just thrived. I was like a plant with miracle grow. Y'all just don't know. It just made me feel so good to see somebody just be like, "Fuck, Kristen." Yes, you know I've been on the Kristen hate campaign since the very beginning. Okay, I'm a seasoned bitch in this protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fuck. Yeah, Kristen we haven't we beginning. haven't liked Kristen for a while ever. Yeah. Truly, she's, like she's giving us nothing to like about her stupid hoe and you could take malaysia with you because this bitch swear she know what she be talking about she don't know what the fuck she be talking about <laughs> at all. if we just can bring you two together enough is enough malaysia family over everything girl you need to be talking to the family in front of you that's a fucking bozo and the reason this shit is a mess right. as it is because a big like, part of the reason why shit is the way that it is is because you keep fucking siding with Kristen against cc while you hollering about family but you ain't never got cc's back when cc is clearly the one in the right and Kristen is in the wrong right but you want to try to bully cc into just getting over it fuck that and fuck you and fuck Kristen. correct malaysia malaysia and your your invitation could get lost in the mail too bitch if you don't tread lightly what's up Mm, that part because clearly byron ain't playing with not nan one of y'all Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. Right. Malaysia, you was as stupid as you is, dude. <laughs> you know what? Accurate. <laughs> she is quite thick and also quite stupid. Yeah, girl, god damn, leave CC alone. CC like, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Just don't fuck up the half of this what I had with Byron. God damn. Okay. And that's what you mad. That's what y'all mad about. Mm. Yeah, truthfully. That's what that's what it looked like to me. Like for some reason, y'all don't approve of CC or something, because y'all not truly accepting that woman. Yeah. Talking about we family and all this, that, and the other. We so much family, but you all your issues that you have with my man, you taking out on me. Right. That don't sound like family. That sound like a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's probably because y'all know Byron to cuss y'all the fuck out, and y'all don't want that smoke because y'all know y'all some fucking bozos and in the wrong. 
y'all have already gotten a taste of of byron's ire mm. he told y'all flat out if y'all can't afford to take me to the motherfucking sizzler then don't take me nowhere because i ain't paying for shit <laughs> <laughs> y'all have already felt his dragon fire Mm-hmm. That's what you're truly mad about. Y'all want CC to calm that, calm that dragon. Ain't no calming the dragon. The yeah, dragon like is out shit. here. Shit. Mm-hmm. Listen, they See? probably having the best sex of their motherfucking relationship. Mm-hmm. CC like that dragon did hit different. Word. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, cut, no cut dick over there. Listen. <laughs> Big granddaddy energy. Uh, 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 uh. Well, Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> um, Evelyn, girl, mm. you indeed need your face slapped. First of all, oh. I'm so tired. Listen, Lozada from the block. It's been it's been 39 seasons and you still trying to beef with Tammy. Give it a fucking rest. Ain't ain't nobody putting no roots on you. You just a bozo bitch. Yep. And bozo Mm -hmm. shit happens to bozo bitches. I got joint pain. She put roots on me, girl. That's not how any of that works. Girl, maybe you working out too hard. Maybe okay. be a doctor. Okay. Maybe because you eat, you you eat gym, eat. Maybe that's it. Mm. Like, goddamn. Girl, give it a rest. Give it a fucking break. Just doing the damn most. Um, Jackie Christie. <sighs> so <clears throat> Tammy is going on a double date with Reggie and Jackie and Doug. And Tammy's already hip to Jackie's bullshit. She's like, I know she's going to be all in our business, asking all types of questions. Nobody knows that Tammy and Reggie are already married. She's trying to hide the shit. She takes off a ring. She don't wear it anywhere. Um, Which, what are you doing all that for? Like, Tammy, uh, Tammy, you famous girl at that point. We don't really give a fuck about you and that man being married. Like when people been together for mad long, and once they get married, it's like, oh, cool, congratulations! Ain't y'all been together six years? Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it just in general, yeah, like four. But like when that shit happened, when you see couples who've been together like four, five, six, seven years, and they finally get married, it's like, okay, you married now, right? Yeah, I mean, we that's already my feeling with like Tammy. Married, so it's like exactly all this, girl. You too fucking old for this. You damn near 50 years old. What are you doing? And you exactly. not, only, not only is you too old, but as much as you parade yourself as a boss bitch, I ain't never seen a boss bitch give a fuck about people what people got to say about their marriage. Well. I mean. Well, you know what? That that was a quick and poignant drag. Like it just straight to the point, you just chopped her in her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I can, friend. Uh, So Jackie Christie Bozo ass tells Tammy (laughs) and Reggie that they are the epitome of a couple that could be the next Beyonce and Jay-Z. And the first thing that slipped out of my mouth when she said that was not with that wig sliding off her head like that. (laughs) You won't ever compare that to my motherfucking queen. Even on 
in my queen's darkest hour when she had them fucking bangs. <laughs> Tammy could never. Oh, her best never day. disrespect they that are the Carters. You roly poly ass neck bitch. You I tried it, You tried the fuck out of it. Whole neck looking like a goddamn air mattress. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck makes you say something like that? What, what Tammy doing besides Bonnet Chronicles, where you think she could ever be a Beyonce? Mm. Just talking out the side of your neck, mm-hmm. which is all sides because mm. yeah, it's a lot of neck. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of real estate. It's about as much real estate as just is squandering with that damn house. Mm. You mean Robin? Thank you, friend. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Um, OG girl. <laughs> I've been waiting you for are, this. You are still ugly. You are very <laughs> ugly, but that is to be expected because that's just how you is. But when that confessional came up. And I focused in on those eyebrows. I legit was like, (gasps) (laughs) because I just could not believe what my eyes were telling my brain that we were seeing. I said, there's no way. Mm. There's there's no way that y'all drew Caesar from Planet of the Apes eyebrows like this. Like the disrespect that you gave <laughs> to my face. Was to her face. <laughs> and then she had all that other sparkly shit on there like, girl, you're not vanguard, avant-garde, please. Get the fuck. But those eyebrows. Mm. Like, baby, those are pretty girl eyebrows. Oh, that is very rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 well, mm. I mean, when you're right, you're right, even if it's rude. So, Curtis, mm. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been laughing on mute. <laughs> um, so everyone's at the event. I hollered when CC walked right past them and didn't speak because it's what Kristen fucking deserves. Correct. That's the energy um, that I love. And then OG, with your ugly ass, you're going to get her damn being messy, spilling CC's tea. So in the car on the way there, OG and Chris, uh, CC talk, and CC tells her what Byron said about not wanting Kristen to be involved in the wedding, but wanting her husband, aka his son, to be his best man. <laughs> and for whatever reason, OG decided that it was her motherfucking business to spread that at this event that Shawnee is having to bring awareness to her son's uh, heart condition. And then shit just takes off from there. And then Kristen tells, uh, talks to Shawnee about what she talked to Jen about because they had a meeting. And I'm just, so in that meeting, Jen tells Kristen that she don't understand why Shawnee is upset about the rumor thing with one of her friends having fucked her ex because it ain't like her ex wasn't fucking on other bitches 
And I'm 100% Team Shawnee on this because I'm like, you're not going to sit here and act like my man cheating with random bitches off the street is the same as one of my friends fucking my and man. Not on, and not only that, you're not going to act like you want to be my friend and you keep bringing up my ex-husband's infidelity. What kind of sucker ass shit is that? Hello. While claiming yourself as the bigger, I'm going to be the bigger person. Sweetheart, being the bigger person means shutting the fuck up and letting it go. You keeping the mess going. Right. The only thing bigger about you got shit else going for your goddamn self. You couldn't even keep a fat nigga with hips happy. <laughs> the only thing that you the bigger person about, um, Jennifer Beloved, is that restraining order. That's on you. Imagine you imagine a nigga with hips getting a restraining order on you. I know you fucking lying. I know his hips wasn't lying. Why are you <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> like you, you got the most shit to say for a bitch who can't keep a man. Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> idiot. Oh my God. And so the evidence is a mess uh, about Byron and what Byron and CC said. And then Malaysia pulls up into it, and Kristen is like, I want CC to say it to my face. And she's asking Malaysia, like, that's not something Byron would say. He would never do that to me. And I'm just sitting here cackling like motherfucking Ursula because, bitch, we already saw the motherfucking footage. It ain't even beautiful bean footage yet because it's the same episode. And that, that shit literally came out of Byron's mouth. And I live, I love it. Yeah, not only that, but it's like, how y'all saying that Byron will never say something like that when Byron has made it clear either by him directly or through Cece that he don't like the fucking way y'all moving? Like, I'm glad you brought us here, friend. Listen, allow, I me had, to, allow me to hop out the whip for just a second. Go ahead. Because, bitch, him, <laughs> hear me. Mm. It was just last season when Byron said, you bitches is broke. <laughs> it is fucked up. But whenever we go to motherfucking Scissor or Mr. Childs, I got to say to y'all, y'all are some scrubs, and I'm sick of it. If you can't afford yeah, he... to my favorite fucking restaurant for my goddamn birthday, stay home, broke bitches. And you say Byron has already let y'all know what type of energy he's on with y'all. He is not fucking playing with you or his son. His son gets a pass because it's his son, but he's already drawn a line in the sand on your ass. He do not fuck with you. Imagine ruining the relationship you have with your father-in-law because you decided to come on TV and show your ass. Mm. You are he not gonna see the shit, <laughs> bitch. You are stupid as fuck. And Malaysia can't do shit for you with her goofy ass just walking around being thick with that dumb ass smile on her face like she on fucking drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking like the joker and the killing joke. Like, Malaysia, I know you fucking lying. Thick dumb bitches is something. Mm, ain't you hate it. to see it. I mean, <clears throat> I don't fucking hate really, it. I don't <laughs> hate it, but... <laughs> It's, it's something I mean, we appreciate thickness on this program, so I can't fully hate it. But you are still a bozo. You just a bozo yeah. with a whole lot of ass. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, Kristen, in the because they're spilling everything and all of this tea that was 
spilled behind closed doors is now being spilled at this event, which y'all trash for doing all this at this event, but it's what y'all always do. Right. Um, so then Kristen tells Shawnee that she invited Jen, and Shawnee automatically starts turning up and it's just like not at my party, she won't. You can you might as well go ahead and let her know not to not to pull up. And that part when Evelyn was like trying to eavesdrop off camera and they got all that forehead in the camera, she was like, <laughs> Oh, we were just we just happened to be at the bar at the same time. Girl, shut up. Get your screen time. Ain't nobody mad at that. We know you want that check, girl. You would be here if you didn't. You'd be Correct. an idiot not trying to get your check. Right. Uh, especially since you got a bone to pick with Jen, too. I, ain't nobody mad at you about eavesdropping in that conversation, girl. Stop being stupid. Correct. And so Jen pulls up with some girl. I don't know who that lady was. And you would have thought that that bitch walked in smelling like a skunk the way she cleared the room. Mm. Like pack it up, let's go. That bitch got all her kids, <laughs> her family. Oh. She was like, "We out." All nine of them. Uh, OG had fucking kids. Uh, mm. OG and uh, CC was like, "Nope." OG was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to have anything to do with that." Mm. Even though she the reason to the You right. You know what? Fuck you, girl. <laughs> I was about to say I appreciate that energy, but you're the one who kicked the shit off being messy. Right. You're an instigator and a shit starter. And ugly. But I'm not going to hold you because we've seen how you are on the football field and literally nobody on the cast can whoop your ass. So I guess continue. (laughs) (laughs) Can't nobody whoop your ass. We can drag you all day about being ugly, but can't nobody on the cast whoop your ass. So. Yeah, even though based on the preview, it seemed like Kristen gonna try it. Which girl? Girl. I want. I want to see that smoke. Yes. Because Kristen swears she's such a hood bitch. Mm. You not, baby. Mm. You not. You can't. What you always say, Curtis? Some some idiot. You friends with Jen? Ain't nothing real about you. You an idiot. What What you say, Kurt? Always say, Curtis. She ain't no real bitch. She ain't. She ain't never been no real bitch. Ain't gonna ever be in the running either. Well, tired ass heifer. Well, that was basketball wives. It looks like it's gonna be a pretty lit season from the preview. Um, so I'm into it. I can't wait to see what happens. And I think that will wrap things up for this episode. So the usual spiel, y'all. Use the Ratchet Ramblings pod hashtag whenever you post about the show on your Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, purchase some merch. If you go to flawlessmerchandise.com slash store, you can get yourself a shirt. I believe we have a new... Do we have a, I don't think we have a new Ratchet Ramblings uh, design in the works, but we have new stuff in the works, y'all, so... The merch helps keep the lights on at the network. And like we say, and we're going to keep saying because we give flowers while they can be received. Candace does all the work on the shirts herself from the designs to making the actual shirts. We have no middleman. So when you patronize our store, you literally put money directly in our pockets and nobody else's. Correct. Good way to show support. Uh, if you want bonus content and you got a little chinga chang in your coin purse, sign up for our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash flawless noises. 
we all have some type of bonus content on there, whether it's a whole show or if you just hear our voices on something. So that's a, another way that you can support the network. And, you know, we're giving you work and we're giving you hashtag content for your generous donations on a monthly basis. So, you know, it's a win-win situation. So I think that's it. Y'all got anything else before we get out of here? Yes, indeed. We showed up. We showed out. But now we're going to see ourselves out. Amen. Peace.